Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. Welcome to Leverage to Scale. I'm your host, Dan Moyle, and I am thrilled to speak with this gentleman today, Vikram Rajan. Vikram, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dan. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. So Vikram, you are uh, the co-founder of PhoneBlogger and VideoSocials.net, each.net. But tell me a little bit about who you are and uh, like if somebody says, hey, who are you? (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah. Who am I? What am I doing here? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and a little bit about like, you know, who you serve too through your professional life. Yeah. So uh, for over a decade now, our clients are your everyday professionals, lawyers, accountants, consultants, coaches, And what we found is that uh, most of us, we get our more lucrative clients through word of mouth referrals. And so we need to stay top of mind with the people who can bring us business from current clients, of course, but past clients and other peer professionals that can recommend us to their clients, their circle of influence, their family and friends. And so we've created marketing systems that really activate those word of mouth, word of mouth referrals. Word of mouth. I I caught that. I like that. Thank you. How, so, so how has word of mouth evolved in this day of social and digital and everything going on around us? You said word of mouth. Yeah. What does that yeah. really mean for you? Yeah, it's ultimately like how can we use the power, the efficiency of the internet, but the effectiveness of our relationships to really make it easy for people to share us with people they know. You know, ultimately, we all know the marketing adage, you know, we do business with those we know, like, and trust. And, and that word of mouth aspect really comes from people sharing us, right? And kind of vouching for our legitimacy. And so we want to make it easy. So we first started Phone Blogger a number of years ago, about let's say 2010, where we knew blog content, written content was powerful to really position our types of clients as thought leaders. You know, they're subject matter experts by default. A lot of them don't call themselves those phrases, subject matter experts, thought leaders, but they are, you know, they're well-seasoned, well-experienced attorneys and accountants, consultants, coaches. And so how can we pull out the content from their brain? Because, well, let me back up that. So it, it kind of started when we were marketing advisors and we would tell our clients that, look, in, in order to stay top of mind, and you're going to, you know, you got to put yourself out there and constantly repeat yourself and, and, and be shared by others. Because if you're out of sight, you're out of mind, you're out of those referrals. So sit down, write that blog post and we'll get it onto the website. You get it into an email newsletter, get it out onto social media, the ones that make sense for your practices. And they said, yeah, 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 of course, Vic, we're going to do that. Um, weeks would go by. Hey, how's that article we talked about? Months would go by. It'll be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. What if we could just brainstorm topics with our clients, and then we'll set up a series of telephone interviews. Will it'll be literally five or six minutes? It's going to be focused just on this topic, just on this blog post, this one blog article. Give it to me like a seminar. Talk to me the way you would talk to a client, and and we'll record it, and then we'll transcribe it into text. We'll edit it, but keep sure that it maintains your personality and your expertise. And a lot of our clients, you know, they've got compliance obligations, words that they can't say, must say, turn of phrases that they have to use, disclaimers, disclosures. We want to make sure of all that. 
And that's how Phone Blogger started, where it's a telephone interview and a blog article. And then years went by and it's great. We've got staff, clients around the country, our, our, our clients recommend us to others, just wonderful. But then something changed. Uh, 2017, Facebook announced that they were going to literally prioritize video posts over written articles. 2018, LinkedIn followed suit. In 2017, it didn't affect our clients too much because a lot of our clients, as I mentioned, are more that peer professionals. And so they're mostly on LinkedIn. That's really where they're getting and using the networking results for their word of mouth. But when LinkedIn started prioritizing video, basically we see it now where every other post is a video post. And yet for most of us, it's not like half of our connections are posting videos. That's the algorithm at work. That's the dichotomy where you post a video and that gets pushed up. Consequently, the articles or written posts get pushed down. Yeah. And that's, then, that's, that's what happened to us, uh, to our clients back 2017, 2018. They started losing that traction. They started losing that engagement, the low, those likes, those comments, those shares, those responses, referrals, replies started going down. And we started going into panic mode. And it wasn't like we didn't know what was happening. We would tell our clients, all right, easy solution. Go to this videographer, spend an afternoon, a couple of outfit changes, we'll come up with topics, they'll get a whole bunch of videos done, they'll get it onto YouTube, and then we can run with it. We'll do what we've been doing for years. Get it onto your blog, website, email, newsletter, social media posts. Easy. None of them did it. And between, and literally same story as phone blog. Here we are again, yep. Hey, how'd that video thing go? I'll get around to it, yeah, I'll do it, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it. Okay. All right, how's it going? Three weeks later, four weeks later, and literally months would go by. It was like five months ago that we talked about one video. It's just ridiculous. And so we're like, all right, it's, it's obviously not a budget. For some people, it was a budget issue. It's really not about time. Once we can carve in the time, come on, you, you do what's important. It was really the time from a repeated standpoint, a marketing habit standpoint. Mm -hmm. And then it was a real issue of a lot of our clients uh, would unnecessarily get really nervous on video. And they get these heebie-jeebies. Uh, and, and, and this is silly. Like, these are practicing professionals that have been practicing for years. Well-experienced, well-spoken. Um, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of. And so we said we had to figure out another way. And so we created these video blogging clubs that are kind of like a networking group, kind of like a, a practicing area like Toastmasters, kind of like a mastermind. But it's video blogging together, fun and done. And then we married it with part two of Video Socials, which is a marketing automation app. We have brands the videos and post it for them automatically. And we've kind of solved the challenges of creating that marketing habit and bringing them top of mind continuously using the algorithms that work for video. And yeah, I can share more about that, but that's kind of the evolution of why we created video socials. Okay. That's, that's awesome. And it's interesting that it sounds like it almost kind of goes hand in hand at the evolution of it all. Um, yeah. But, but looking back 10 years ago, why did you even consider starting even phone blogging? Like, how did that whole thing about, I want to start my own entrepreneurial journey? Where did that start? Sure. Well, I've always been an entrepreneur. So even before, so phone blogger and video socials are both kind of part of my company called Practice Marketing. Mm -hmm. And I almost didn't feel like I had a choice. Like it, it just, the concept of working for someone else, um, nothing wrong with that for, for most people. For me, it was just like, you know, if I'm going to do something, I'd rather make less money working for myself in the hopes of making more money than just kind of trading hours for dollars and building somebody else's dream and somebody else's vision when I just have a lot of creative ideas. So I'm like, all right, let me see if I can work. Not all the ideas have worked, but 
let me try because look, I, you know, I'm going through this once, at least in, you know, at least in this incarnation or whatever. So this is it, you know, for me, you know, and I'm not going to remember the next time around. So I better make the most of it. And, you know, I've got my own head trash and, you know, I'm in my own way in, in a lot of ways, but look, I got to do what it takes. And, and so that entrepreneurial journey is kind of like, look, I, I got to make a difference. I got to make it work. And so I started off as a marketing consultant really with my dad who um, took an early retirement from the phone company and he basically became a small business management consultant. And my job was to introduce him to referral relationships, people who could bring him into their clients. And they were lawyers and accountants who would bring in a management consultant just to your everyday small business owner. And so that's how I kind of learned the world of consulting and then realized, okay, when I want to bring on my own clients, I didn't have the same amount of gray hair as my dad, still don't. Uh, and I had no gray <laughs> hair back then. And so they weren't listening to me the same sage advice as my dad. So I'm like, I had to be a lot more practical. Of like, I, I don't know how to get them out of their own way. I just got to push them out of their own way and to get it done. And that's how we created Phone Blogger. And that, you know, so my, my concept is always like, yeah, you can get out of your own way, but you know what? I'm just I'm not gonna make it a choice. So like, you're gonna plug in and it's gonna happen naturally. Uh, yeah. I'm not that great of a coach myself, but we have wonderful coaches, part of video socials. Uh, so for me, it's, all right, how can I create that infrastructure to make the marketing habits fast, fun, fruitful? Yeah, no, that's cool. What a, and what a great way to, to, to see that vision of yourself of that you may not be able to coach them through it, but I'm just going to get them out of their own way. So right. um, very wise. So, so that's kind of like a motivation for you. You don't want to, you want to build your own dream, not someone else's. Do you have also a kind of more uh, philosophical why that you, that you have for motivation? Yeah, yeah, beyond just, you know, selfish motive. Yeah, well, I mean... That's <laughs> selfish. I mean, I get <laughs> okay. it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, for me, the impact is tremendous. I, I, I think, so at the end of every video social session, which uh, I invite anyone to come on and be a guest and really experience it firsthand, that's, uh, that's tremendous. And, and at the end of every session, we always ask one of our members to share something that they got out of today's session. How did they enjoy it? And we don't always mean it to be this effusive... Um, you know, testimonial type. It's really just share what you got out. Yeah, literally every day because we host multiple video blogging clubs every day. We have over a hundred members now. And so that is a driving force for me, Dan, that I, I listen to it. And, you know, I have the saying internally that people come to record, but they stay for the rapport. And, it, and it's just community and this culture that for me, it's, it, it is humbling and shocking in some degree and extremely fulfilling and has become a driving force that I can see it work. It becomes where it's just, it's a personal development. People are developing the right type of habits. It spills over into the other marketing that they're doing into the other work that they're doing. Yeah. I'm like, ultimately you're just recording a video for LinkedIn. It's like, <laughs> what are they really doing? You know, let's bring it back down to earth. It's not, but for some people, you know, Jerry Seinfeld jokes, you know, more people are afraid of public speaking than of death, which basically means people rather be in the casket than give the eulogy. And, <laughs> and he has a better, better delivery of that joke than I do. But with that concept, um, for people to kind of come into their own and just really just be themselves, you know, they're not going to be any more pizzazz um, than, than anything else, you know, and we don't necessarily need our, our trust in a state's lawyer who's going to type up our will to be like Tony Robbins on state. You know, we just want to know that he cares, that she cares, that they're genuine and they, you know, no one cares how much you know until you know how much they care. And so they're genuine, they're authentic, they're natural. 
which unfortunately doesn't always happen right away because they're so nervous or just so preoccupied with how their background is and how the lighting is. And those are all important things, but it's almost even more important for them just to share their passion and their experience their, and, and what they know. Uh, and then everything else kind of comes through. So I think the driving force has been how our members are doing business with one another and sharing this message with others. Yes, video is important. It's a means to an end, but ultimately it's people helping each other. And that's a community effort that I feel that is amazing for me to watch blossom. Yeah. That's it's such a, such an important thing to build that community. And it's so, it's so heart, heartwarming. Like, you know, I mean, you called it selfish earlier, but truly working for yourself yeah. and building your own thing is not selfish. It's a way to impact the world. So thanks for sharing that. Nick. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. And as our members help others, you know, the more you help others, the more you help yourself and, and, and video socials is just, uh, one of the ways people can do that. Yeah, absolutely. So it seems like every entrepreneur has that, that moment that they talk about, right? The moment where you've hit bottom or you've said to yourself, enough is enough. I got to do this thing. What was that moment for you? Did you have one of those moments in your, uh, in your life so far? Yeah, I have mo- many of those moments. Many of them? <laughs> many, unfortunately, many of those. And yeah, I, I, you know, no one wants to hear that entrepreneurial journey where it's like, yeah, I started in like, you know, the following year was a billion dollar valuation. I was like, oh, a few. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm good for you. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to hate, you know, I don't want to hate on anyone. Good for them. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of them was around 2018 was, yeah, 2018 was a huge rock bottom type aspect because, you know, phone blogger is a novel idea and it provides a wonderful service. But unfortunately you have a lot of people who will type up your blog posts for you. There are a lot of people, um, you know, they're, I hate to say it, but they're going to put your iPhone together during the day and they'll go home at night and type up your blog post. And look, you know, I don't, I don't knock global outsourcing. I think it's great, you know, uh, in some regard, but I can't compete with it. Our editors are here in the U S and, and so they command, command a higher rate and they have a, a living wage. And I believe in all those things. So, you know, it's, it's hard to compete in that. So while my job as an entrepreneur is not to complain about it, but kind of figure it out, you know, and, and kind of go, look, those families overseas, they need to eat and they need to live and thrive as well. So good for them that they figured it out, that they have a skill and they could use the internet to type up blog posts and, you know, maybe they'll spell the word color wrong or, you know, put a U in unnecessarily and all that stuff, but they get the job done and that's cool. It was tough for me to figure out that, look, the world of writing and editing has become extremely commoditized. And what can I provide that's greater value than just an editing service? Um, now, one aspect is a lot of those services don't really know the nuances that attorneys and accountants, financial advisors, they have very nuanced, very specific regulations that we have that experience with. Um, so if they're able to tolerate that, that's okay. But it was it became a rock bottom when our clients started losing the traction and weren't seeing the same results that they were the previous year. That uh, you know some clients paused, and of course financially that that wasn't happy. Uh, but then even the clients that, that stuck around have kind of bounced back during that time. It hurt just because I, I want to do right by our clients. For us, we grow through our raving fans, and you know it's vital for our clients and our members to share us with others the way we want our members to have raving fans for themselves. So yeah, that was a huge turning point. I mean, video socials was born out of necessity and out of that rock bottom and panic mode. It wasn't like, Hey, wouldn't this be a great idea? It, it was a, it was an, you know, an oh shit moment. If I can say that, you I was know, just so, thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, we got to figure this thing out or else we're going out of business. 
So it, it, it was rough. Um, and it's not like it's all hunky-dory now. You know, we're still building our community. Um, we're scaling. We're growing. Our members are wonderful raving fans. I mean, it's quite amazing for us to see. So we we, we see this amazing, say, turning point. We're at that, you know, at that, uh, you know, you know, the, everything's pointing to the up in the right direction, so to speak, um, yeah. in terms of a graph. So it's kind of cool. Um, but we have ways to go. I mean, we, we look at organizations like Toastmasters, organizations like Business Network International, BNI, um, Landmark, EO. We see these global organizations that um, I admire, we respect, we learn from. And we see that how video socials is adding to that global landscape and is the next big, great business community. We just happen, instead of it being networking or public speaking or business management, it's video blogging. It's a means to an end, but can be so much more uh, as it is for our members. Yeah. And through, and through those low times, I'm obviously, like you said, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. But what other lessons did you learn from now, those rock bottom times that you have, whether that one in particular or others, what's one of your biggest lessons in those, those down times? Care about each client, you know, which kind of sounds shocking, but you know, I've always wanted to be at scale and, and efficiency and all the automation, all this stuff, you know, all the te- technology type stuff. Um, still to this day, is very luring and alluring. Um, you know, I, I I feel like we're a software as a service, a SaaS web 2.0 tech app type company. Um, and are we an app with a community, or are we a community with an app? We're always kind of yeah, we're both whole is greater than the sum of its parts. But to this day, it's like, hey, look, let's circle the wagons and make sure every one of our members or clients or customers, whatever the phrase is, patients, let's make sure our members are are loving this, getting tremendous benefit, tremendous value. Let's invest in them. Let's make sure they're not raving fans just because they're raving, but or raving mad or raving lunatic. <laughs> but but they're raving mad because they, they can't help it because they they get so much out of this that yes, they're getting dollars and cents clients out of it, but they're also getting stuff out of it other than that. Um, and also that they're getting dollars and cents clients out of it too, that we're still a marketing mechanism. We're still a way for them to get new business. Um, so we got to make sure that is fulfilled. So a huge lesson for us was like, hey, look, you know, we're not, we're not down and out. We're not zero. Um, you know, if you have one client, that can become two clients. If you've got two clients that can become four clients and then eight and 16 is double the penny every day. And, and it'll be ridiculous. And, and for to this day, we always even talk to our clients about if what if every one of your clients can bring you one more client. And we feel right now that it's like, all right, every one of our members can bring us one more member if we do right by them. And so the 110 that we're at can turn to 220 like that because we're doing the right steps uh, for them and for their value and their benefit. And I feel anyone can replicate that. It may take a little longer, but it's sustainable. It's a doubling that's sustainable and not hyperbole. And it's not these get rich quick or the scams or this, it may not have the same hype, but it's, it's, it's doable, it's sustainable, and it's real. Um, and, and, it's, and it's creating the right type of client loyalty, not because they're trapped in a contract, but because they want to be with you and they get that value and they want to share it with others. And sometimes our clients have to figure it out because they're matrimonial divorce lawyers. So not every one of their clients is going to go around, you know, raving about their divorce. It was a tough experience, uh, all kidding aside, likewise bankruptcy. So these are tough subjects. So they have to figure out a different way of who are their raving fans going to be. How can everyone lead to another one? 
Um, but I think it's doable for everyone. And, and that's essentially, yes, for us, we have that hammer, everything looks like a nail, we have a video. So we're like, hey, look, how, how can you use video for it? But it's like, well, the algorithms of search engines, social media, email, word of mouth, just does better when it's on video. Like Hamilton was great on Broadway and then blew up once it's on video. You know, like, like the book is better than the movie, maybe. But everyone says any book is always better than the movie. All right, of but the movie made more money. And it's like, maybe that's not the only metric, but it's the metric that we have in terms of success in business. And the movie version tends to do better. And, and, and so the video version of you is going to do better if you crack the code. And, and we just help people do that. Got to crack that code. And it's not... Yeah. I mean, it's not rocket science. You're doing it very practical and very yeah. scalable and very right. reasonable. So what does, um, what does success look like for you in the next year in 2021? Um, so we're mathematically on track to be over 200 members uh, in December of 2020. And we feel that we can easily double that the following year, if not more so. So we, we should have over 400, if not over 500 members by December, 2021. That will also, as a community, the nature of video socials will be very different um, because, you know, without going into so much of the logistics of it, as people experience how a video blogging club operates, that home club atmosphere where you have these homies helping you out with your video blogging uh, will always be there because that's an accountability aspect for marketing habits but it's also a way of not only having a focus group but other members start sharing your videos and you start sharing their videos out of friendship not obligation and so that aspect is tremendous those dimensions are unique to video socials when we have that now multiplied by two by five well now it'll have different aspects of an on-demand aspect where you could throw up a flare so for me success is global that we will have video blogging clubs in multiple languages 24-7. People can be video blogging, can have like midnight video blogging clubs, like midnight basketball. You know, it'll be fun. It'll be even more fun than we got now. So we've got a lot in, in store for our members that they don't even know yet. Fantastic. So world domination in 2021. That's big success. <laughs> Beginning. Yeah, Beginning. there you go. Yeah, we've got members in about a dozen states now. So um, I like seeing that map. <clears throat> That's awesome. And where, so let's make sure that our community is able to support that, jump on board and, and make yeah. sure to help you make that happen. Where can people connect with you and with uh, video socials? I think the easiest is they go to the website, www.videosocials.net. Once they go to videosocials.net, uh, in the top right corner, it says be our next guest. That's the easiest place because they can experience this firsthand. They'll essentially get a video. Uh, it could be an elevator pitch video or it could be a topic presentation, which is what most of our members do but they can just experience it. They don't even have to present, but we prefer to get to know them. And they get to then test out Brander, which is our automation app to brand the video and have their logo on the video and push it out. We're programming partners with YouTube and Facebook Live and LinkedIn. So they push the right button. It'll do it automatically when they're ready. Uh, So that's the easiest way. The bottom right-hand side of videosocials.net is a chat box. It's not a box. It's a box. It goes right to my cell phone, at least right now. Uh, when uh, when this uh, podcast blows up and I can't manage it too much, uh, then maybe someone else will manage it. Uh, but um, thank you, Dan, for getting my phone to ring off the hook. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's the best way to get a hold of me because that's my cell phone. So you'll be texting me right from videosocials.net. There you go. That's great. Vikram, thank you so much for being thank a you. part of Leverage to Scale, man. This was uh, incredible. Folks, go check out videosocials.net for sure. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, man.
Thank you. so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.